Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Hey guys. Hey everybody. Another beautiful week with Cafe Mom. That's right. <laughs> so we have a great show for you guys today. We will be going down another Tic Tac K-Hole, one of our new favorite segments. Like we're going down the Tic Tac TikTok K-Hole pretty much every day, Ashley and I, and we're going to take you down with us today. So get your tinfoil hats ready. Yep. We love our TikTok K-Holes. Plus, we're going to talk about a woman who pretended to be her daughter to get into her school. This is just like the weirdest story. (laughs) I know. But as always, we have hashtag swag bag. And up next, kicking shit. So I told you guys how my tits last week, I went up to work at my parents' store for a day to help out. And what I do for them is I run their social media, among other things. But that's my day-to-day job for them is running their social media. I was going around the store, positioning things for photos, planning things out, whatever. And there's a corner in their general store that's all like camping gear, like lanterns, zip ties, rope, wood, stuff like that. So I was taking a picture of it. And I went over to my dad. I showed him the picture. And I was like, look at this. I think I'm going to caption it. Everything you need for camping or murder. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. And, yes. and I literally was like, this is the most, like, I forgot my audience. You know, for me, everything is know your audience. I totally forgot my audience in that moment. And like, had I said that to Carrie, she would have, she would have beat me to the punch. I would have been like, do it, do it. Right. It is perfect. And my dad looked at me like I was out of my goddamn mind and like you cannot make that joke with my business which I now I understand like you know like the the funny witty part of me stepped away and was like are you stupid uh <laughs> but literally I was like yeah you don't get it because like all these things ties also work for murder but you know a lot of people do get murdered while camping right. so right yeah. the skinwalkers which brings me to my shits and I'm gonna go with this because you know it's our tiktok hole episode so when we're up there my parents have a house they're in the process of moving up into this house in the meantime they have an rv on like 30 something acres of property about 10 minutes away from the store and basically all during covid they got this they bought this rv they made their land a little more ready for the rv and we were up there a lot last summer and whatever so my dad is basically staying up there and i went to stay with him you know we had a daddy daughter date we come back to the rv and whenever i stay at the rv i need to take what i call is a cocktail because i am not an outdoorsy kind of gal i have gotten a little bit better but it's not really my mo i don't like bugs or creatures or shit like that so my cocktail is like a quarter and and a quarter Xanax and that just it knocks you out quick and it keeps you sleeping because you're in a bunk I'm in a sleeping bag you know there's just a it's not the most comfortable setting but I've been so deep in this skinwalker storyline on TikTok and I like so wholeheartedly believe that skinwalkers exist again because I'm not an outdoorsy girl so like you could tell me that there were monster beetles that were the size of my dad that will come into open the door of the RV and take me away and I'd be like oh my god this is a real thing I should be scared of um 
So the voice. <laughs> so I'm sleeping on the bottom bunk of this bunk bed situation. My dad is. Is your dad on the top? No, my dad's in the bedroom. <laughs> so there's a bedroom okay. and there's bunks and there's, you know, but he's in the bedroom. I usually sleep on the top and Matt and Sebastian sleep on the bottom, but they weren't there. So I just slept on the bottom and there's a window by your head. And I woke up in the middle of the night. Nothing woke me up. There was no reason. But I was just convinced that there was a skinwalker with its face to the window watching me sleep, just waiting for me to, like, come out of the RV for some reason in the middle of the night. So that's my shits. Nothing happened. I want to watch the Skinwalker Ranch documentary with you. Okay, fine. You know of Skinwalker Ranch? No. Oh, is that the... It's the house that is, like, to this day is the most haunted. They have, like, the most evidence of skinwalkers okay, on there. that's fine, but we can't watch it in nature. Like, you wanted to watch it at the cabin. We went to Matt's family's cabin one night. And it's, you know, on the Delaware River. There are definitely other cabins right next to you, but it's still what I would consider outdoorsy. Not as outdoorsy as my parents' RV, but outdoorsy. We're sitting we'll outside. We'll watch it at your house, okay? Yeah. We'll watch it in the city. We're sitting outside drinking and chit-chatting and, you know, a little inebriated. And Carrie decides she wants to start telling me about feral fucking people <laughs> while we're outdoors. And I'm hearing fish jumping in the river thinking that it's like Bigfoot or something. Uh, again, not the appropriate time. So, yes, we can watch it at my house or your okay. house. Done. I mean, my house does have a backyard. You might be nervous. That's fine. It's just, it's not in the outdoors. Okay. Yeah. All, All right. right. All right. What are your tits and shits? My tits are we went to go visit my parents who live on the beach and we had like a lovely beach weekend. Your pictures look so nice. Thank you. So we have like two houses by the beach. This is not a brag. It's just my family home, which is like on the beach that I was raised in. That was my grandmother's and my uncle lives in it. My two uncles live in it now. And then when my mom got married, we moved from that house to my stepdad's house, which he owned, which is like 10 minutes away from that house. So just two houses. Okay. So Luna stayed with my, the first night we got there, Luna stayed with my mom and me and Lee went on a date. Oh, how nice. We went to this like really historic restaurant in Atlantic City that I've never been to that I've always wanted to be. Is it the steak one? Yeah, knife and fork. Yes. It was some of the best food Lee and I have ever had. It's from like 1912. It's an old inn. It's called the Knife and Fork Inn. And then we went to Borgata and played slots and I won $100. I mean, can we go a week without mentioning the Borgata? I think not. I I think not. I think not. I rolled up in there like you owe me $100 from all the times I've mentioned you on our show. You motherfuckers owe us $10,000 for the amount we talk on the Borgata. And I haven't even been there in like five years at this point. And then we went to a local bar that my cousin works at and had a drink. And then we stayed at my uncle's beach house so that we could sleep like without waking up to Luna. Oh, how nice. And then the next morning, my mom, who hasn't been to the beach in a gazillion years, came to the beach with us. My mom, my uncle, Jimmy, who loves the beach, Luna. And it was just like family beach day. Luna is great at the beach. We just had, like, a great weekend. We went to the beach Saturday and Sunday. It was just so nice. That's so, it was just nice. so nice. And I love the beach. It's my happy place. And Luna likes... It was just It was just nice. Your pictures look like you guys were having a good time, but I'm happy yeah. to hear it wasn't just for the Instagram, you know? No, it was... I mean, obviously, there's always fighting. Always. always. But we were truly having a great time. Lee and I played this Willy Wonka slot because I look like Willy Wonka and he likes the movie. You won it? Okay. We didn't even understand the concept of how to play this slot machine. It was, like, a really fancy one. We just kept pressing buttons. And then money just kept being thrown at us. And we're like, whoa, it's so fun. We're like, we have no idea what's happening. So you know that show I really like, Hacks? 
on HBO. Yeah. It takes place in Las Vegas, and there is an episode where she plays the Ace Ventura <laughs> slot machines. And Matt got Matt loves gambling. He's not like a gambler; he doesn't do it regularly. But he loves going to like Atlantic City or Las Vegas to do those things occasionally. Well, when we do our live show at the Borgata, we're gonna have a great time. He, oh my god, the best! And see, my game is craps. But he was so excited. He was like, "There's an Ace Ventura slot machine." So if you see it at the Borgata, give me a heads up. I will. <laughs> and then the shits are my dog, my one and only, my love of my life, my Uh-oh. boo. Uh-oh. Uh, no, it's just, so he's been at my mom's for a little bit. He often goes to my mom's. They, my mom and my stepdad are always home. They have another dog. They have a big property. They don't have a child. Right. <laughs> and so he goes to stay with my mom when we have to travel or whatever. And then sometimes he stays longer because he doesn't do great with transitions. So having him just go for a couple of days, like it screws him up. It's better to have him stay for a little bit longer. Gives everybody a break. So- I was like, I'll take Beckett back, you know, now that we're going to be home for a little bit. We're going away again at the end of July. But I was like, we'll take him back for a little bit. I miss him. Well, he did not want to come back. Oh, no. I took him back anyway, but he he's old and I he like kind of forgot about me, I think. Like that would never used to happen when he was younger. I could go away for like two months and he would still be obsessed with me. Yeah. Because I would travel a lot, you know, for shows, you know, theater shows and stuff and my mom would watch him. But I guess because he's old, it's just different. He really was not wanting to go with me. Oh. He was kind of scared of me and it just broke yeah, my heart. It I can broke understand my that. heart. But my mom needs a break from him, and I I knew that he just needed a few nights of me just giving him attention. So last night I slept on the couch with him, and I'll probably do it again tonight just to, like, ensure that, you know— it's just me, brah. It's fine. I'm here. You yeah. Know? But it was just like, you know, 13 years with this guy. Yeah. And he's my one and only. And he follows me everywhere into the bathroom, cries when I leave. And this was the first time he didn't do that. Yeah, no, that's hard. That's really, that. that's a difficult thing. So Poor baby. He's right now sleeping right next to me. And, oh, good. Um, I'm going to just really have to work, you know, to make him. Lots of treats. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's my shits. Getting old sucks, even for a dog. Aww. All right. Shall we TikTok K-hole? Oh, God. I cannot tell you how excited all weekend I have been for this. I've been studying up. I've been studying up. <laughs> you and I love our TikTok K-holes. All right. Take it away. Well, well should we alternate? Yeah. Okay. okay. You sent me a Vera Wang <laughs> TikTok. It was like t- Vera Wang dance. Firstly, Vera Wang is like 70-something years old. She does not look it, but she is so when she dances she looks like an old lady like the moves. she also is like extremely skinny and was wearing like over the knee socks the heels that you wear when you're going clubbing in london when you're 22 right there you go like super super high platform, platform heels over the knee boots some like mini skirt and a tank top and was dancing like her legs were not attached yeah, to the rest yeah, of her it body. was like a weird marionette puppet it was what was the song was it oh no oh no no someone it was one of the famous tiktok songs that everybody does the thing for. I, I i don't even know i just like saw it and i was like i gotta send this to carrie this is some weird shit it is haunting me the way skinwalkers haunt you yeah i can't <laughs> i'm surprised that my dream was not this is last episode I talked about the dream where Lee was looking at nude pictures. Right. 
This haunts me so much. I'm sh- <laughs> I'm surprised it was Susan Lucci and not Vera Wang. Let me just tell you. I, I can't stop thinking about this TikTok and I've only watched it once. I, I refuse to watch it again. I don't want it to get <laughs> any more into my psyche. It's terrifying. It is real weird. It's like you need a social media person. You need somebody to run these ideas off of that are like, uh, no, don't do this. This is not good. So that's my first K-hole is Vera Wang is haunting me. And she kind of looks like a haunted ring. Like the ring. Yes, yes, she so does. It adds of the long, to the haunting. The long, yes, straight hair. hair. And, and those damn dance moves. <laughs> 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 She's like backwards head walking on the wall. That's- <laughs> we need to post it because it is so bizarre, that video. Pooping out parasites. That is a K-hole. I can't stop going down. Because you just eat all the papaya? First, it started with the papaya seeds. And now it's a supplement called Paragard. And oh, I've heard of it. Apparently, if you take it, you start to poop out parasites. And apparently, we all have parasites in us. And I think what upsets... You want to hear the fucked up thing is? If I have a parasite, no, no, I mean, no, no, why? no, 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 no. You're taking my joke. Oh, okay. The thing that upsets me more than anything is that if I have a parasite in my body, it better be one that makes me lose weight. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. It's not doing its job. So I'm going to take this fucking Paragard, and I'm going to shit out some parasites because they don't get to stay in my body. They don't get to be in this host body and not do their fucking job. Like, pay your way, you stupid assholes. That's what I have to say to my parasites. Let's do it together. Okay. And we'll discuss our poop on the show. Yeah, I, <laughs> which, I mean, which is what everybody and we also wants do that anyway. But you know, it's what everybody wants anyway, right, Cafe Mom? Yeah. <laughs> Your turn. Okay, the ten tapes guy. Have you started watching this? No, I need to. You, oh my god, you got to. Last week I was so overwhelmed with work, I barely watched TikTok. But yes. oh my god, please. Okay. So his handle on TikTok is at HamCityNR2. He is in like Norway or something. I think he said it and I just didn't listen. Some Scandinavian country. He moved into a new apartment and he noticed on the back of like a stop sign or whatever was this like, you know, where you pull the thing for the number, like take my number or whatever. So he pulled it and it was like this weird code. And so he like put it into the thing and it was like, look behind, whatever, whatever. And he started... But it was specifically about his house? Well, it's, we don't totally know. Okay. We don't totally know. It was like this thing, you posted it, and it was like, what is this? And then when you unscrambled it, it was the floor plan of his specific apartment with all his furniture in it. And then he's like, is someone watching me? And then they were like, look, blah, blah, blah. And then they had slid into like his heat, like his air conditioning unit on the inside. There was a VHS tape. What? Or no, no, sorry, a, a tiny tape. This is all fake. I mean, I don't actually care if it's fake. It's just the they're, narrative is fine. They're playing it like it's not right. fake. And if it is fake, which it probably is, but if it is fake, it's done so well yeah. that one, I don't care, and two, I'm not totally sure. You're just alone I'm for the I'm actually not totally sure. Yeah. This is the best suspense content that I have ever seen aside from The Shining. Okay, so after I pick up Sebastian from school today, I will do that. I will watch. There's like 35 slides now. Even if it's, or like the way that it's unraveling is like an escape room kind of style thing where he's crowdsourcing people helping him solve these riddles. Huh. It is so incredibly suspenseful and done well that I swear this is some of the best. I haven't seen a horror movie as good as this ever, aside from The Shining or Silence of the Lambs. What if this is all like viral uh, promotion for that new escape room horror movie that doesn't look very good? I mean, then 
kudos. I'm just saying this is, I'm obsessed. Like, and I am a connoisseur of horror. Yes. Suspense Yes, stuff. you are. This is some of the best shit I've seen in a really, hmm. really long time. Okay. Full well, obsessed. That's what I'll spend Full the rest obsessed. of my day doing. Great. Uh, okay, so my next- Oh, and it's currently going on. It's not done. So, like, he keeps posting things. That's amazing. It's so good. Like, last night he just posted shit, and he's going to go live. Oh, my God, it's so good. I've anyway. never watched a TikTok live. Okay, did you know- What I'm about to tell you makes so much sense. Did you know that Holly Madison and Zach Baggins are dating? <gasps> currently, right now, nothing has ever made more sense. I know, I know. And then when I found out, I was like, oh, my God. It's almost like everything in my life has just clicked together in place. <laughs> like Zach Baggins of Ghost Adventures and Holly Madison of The Girls Next Door. If these two break up, what is there in life? But she had her baby with somebody else. She doesn't have a baby. She did have a baby, I think. I don't think so. No? They were thinking of Kendra. No, I think I'm going to look it up right now. I think Holly Madison had a baby. I think so. Oh, she does. Yes, she had she a baby. She has two kids. Yeah. Rainbow Aurora Rotella and Forrest Leonardo Antonio Rotella. Okay, aside from the fact that those names are terrible, I actually think that that adds to her being with Zach Back. Like, it makes. I know. My, okay, so my question is where are they living? I don't know. They're very secretive. Vegas? They have got to live in Vegas, and Blippi's well, probably their neighbor. He lives in Vegas, and... She had the residency in Vegas, so I'm guessing she bought a house in Vegas. Right. She doesn't talk at all about him being her boyfriend. How I discovered it was she posted something on TikTok about, like, this haunted witch doll, and she was like, I gave it to my boyfriend, and he started having bad dreams, so he has to put it in his museum, and I was like, a haunted museum? Is her boyfriend Zach Baggins? And, of course, I went to the comments... And everyone was like, yes, her boyfriend is Zach Baggins. And I like ran into the house and I was like, Matt, do you know who's dating? And he was like, wow, nothing has ever made more sense than that. I'm like, oh I my know. God. It's so perfect. I know. His Father's Day post was really cute. He posted a picture of him. Does he have kids? I don't think so. He posted a picture of him when he was like seven years old. He's like, best Father's Day gift I ever gave to my dad. And it was like Bruce Springsteen record. <laughs> it's really cute. I was like, you're so Jersey, and he's I love it. Just, is he from Jersey, Zach Baggins? Yeah, he's from Jersey. Oh, he's yeah. just such a douche nozzle. He just, he no. seems like such a douchebag in between the, like, the hair pushed forward on the sides, oh, dyed the jet black. Yes. Yes, and then, like, his nerd, his intentional nerd glasses. When you put that there, I didn't know what it meant. Yep. I was like, I wonder how this is going to come oh, together. Oh, yeah, now you know. Ugh. God bless. Okay. Go ahead. In general, celeb TikToks. Yes. Like, the content that let's say Vera Wang or Lisa Renna or Bethany Frankel is creating. P.S. It's horrible. Bethany Frankel's I don't like Bethany her Frankel's TikToks are terrible. Awful. God, they it's are her like so dancing bad. with her daughter while making a salad. They are so bad. And I've had six hours in the car recently where I just listened to her podcast. And I mean, I have a lot to say about that podcast. But one of the things she talks about a lot is how much she hates TikTok. And well, we can tell. We can tell that. I was like, if you hate it so much, you should do yourself a favor and stay off of it. Because, and of course, you're not good at it. What celebrities are choosing to make as TikTok. And listen, I get it. Ashley and I have a TikTok page. It's very hard for us to figure out a video that would be relevant or funny and to anyone. And it's time consuming to make it. Yeah. And we're like, this is really for the kids. We don't get what is funny, like whatever. So I get that there's other celebrities that are also struggling like we are to try to be relevant and make content. Did you just call us celebrities, by the way? Yeah, we're celebrities. <laughs> we're- 
We're, you know what we are? We're pot celebrities. We're not even pot celebrities. That's the saddest thing. We're not even pot celebrities. But anyway, I'm just fascinated. Like terrible celebrity tic tac tic tic tac content. That's all I have to say. I don't really have any more to go with that. No, just it's just fascinating. Bad celebrity tic tac. Yeah. Well, equally as fascinating are uh, women who start alternative TikToks and they set it up as though they are men and what they are getting in their For You page timeline. The the things that are targeted towards men and it's all like fishing. It's always holding a big sea bass or yeah, something. Yeah, fishing, bikini girls, uh, you know, like thirst trap videos, usually very, very young women. Yeah. Um, military. Military stuff, big time. And guns. And it's just like, not only are you doing this to men, but also what a niche. Like, none of those things Matt would be into, except maybe the woman in a bikini. I would not be into that. But I, I know he's not into fishing video. Like, Matt's would be like baseball cards and steak <laughs> and a music mashup stuff. It would not Lee's be. Would, Lee's, Lee's would be deep Depeche Mode covers <laughs> and B sides, uh, our antique furniture, <laughs> well made Japanese clothing, <laughs> Japanese oh, yeah. denim, bespoke denim. They both get the bespoke denim. Also, Matt's would be like handyman tip things, like how to <laughs> nail in things properly and how to install drywall. Lee's would be like Apple hacks, yeah. like press this button, this button on this thing, and yeah. you can use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Matt's would also be like, when to not wear socks with your shoes and pants. Oh, also Lee would be super into, because we both are into like treasure hunting. like Oh, like Oak Island shit. And metal detection. Yeah. 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 We, I got to look up metal detection TikTok. You I haven't should. checked that out. Matt's number one would definitely be baseball cards and like discovering baseball cards. Uh, so I just, I just find it like, it's almost like it's, it's just men in the middle of the country. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's so weird. So Iceland videos. I have been obsessed I with Iceland, Iceland videos. I love Iceland videos. Lee and I have decided we're going to go to Reykjavik in August, just the two of yes, us. Yes, the one with the woman who lives uh, in Iceland and then her dog like delivers mail to her neighbor. That one, yeah, right? Every, yes. Well, all, I mean, there's all different ones. Yes. There's any kind of Iceland. I like Iceland I'm dying folklore. to go. Iceland TikTok. <laughs> I am dying to go to Iceland. Matt and I have been talking about going to Iceland since we first started dating 10 years ago. So I totally, I stand behind this obsession. Yes. Okay, this is a weird one. But all the people who do spot on Jennifer Coolidge impressions. <laughs> That's a really niche one. It is very niche. But I just can't get enough when people are like, oh, I want a hot dog. Or, you know, mine is not good. But people's Jennifer. I thought, you know what I just thought you were doing? Uh, Levine. Um. Adam Levine? No, no. Uh, what's his name? The son is does Shit's Creek. Oh, Dan Levy. Dan Levy. I just thought you were doing Eugene Levy. Oh no, uh, Jen- I want a hot dog. I mean, she does that. She's like, she. I just, I don't know. It's very niche, but good Jennifer Coolidge impressions. I am just, I could watch them over and over. I'm like, how do they do that? That's so good. Okay, my next one goes to what you spoke about before: Skinwalker Ranch. So. Things on Skinwalker Ranch, things on Skinwalkers. There's this guy called the Cowboy. Oh, we, goes on. he follows us. We follow him and he follows us. Did you see the one where he was like, found it? He deletes the videos though, but he was like, yeah. there's one stuck in me right now. <laughs> I saw that yesterday and I was like, sir, I do not see a thing. If you're going to try and show me that you have evidence, I would like to see evidence. 
And also, isn't the number one thing you're not supposed to do with skinwalkers is acknowledge that they're even there? It's true. And that, I'm going to segue and say, that plus ghosts petting animals. (laughs) You sent me that. (laughs) There's a whole thing of TikToks of ghosts petting wild animals out of the wild. (laughs) Like, do you really think that, like, that is the weirdest thing? And I like to go down the ghosts petting animals TikTok. <laughs> it's sort of like me liking goats of Instagram. No, like it is not thing. at all like liking goats of Instagram. Um, I'm like, hey, little good <laughs> Like, does the animal feel the ghost petting it? I don't I, think I, so. From what I can, when I zoom in on the picture, I still frame the TikTok and zoom in and the animal, I've done this, the animal looks to be soothed. This is so weird. My other one is, what's the one that killed her daughter? Not Casey Musgraves. <laughs> Casey Musgraves is the country right, restaurant right. singer. Casey Anthony. Where the, there, there's, there's that lady that's like, did you go to school with Casey Anthony? Stitch this together. There's just like so much Casey Anthony TikTok content. I am <laughs> disturbed, but I can't look away. I'm like rubbernecking Casey Anthony content. My thing is that that lady that that, that started the stitch when you stitch it together. Yeah. That lady or the side-by-side or whatever, whatever the kids are calling it, she's like, if you know Casey Anthony or went to school or know anything. And then people like, first of all, why, what is she, what, what's her skin in the game with Casey Anthony? I don't know. Why is she asking people, I guess skin in the game for someone that killed their children is probably a terrible way to frame <laughs> that. But like, why are you asking people if they went to school with her? And then how do so many people have a connection to Casey Anthony? <laughs> I just, I find it really strange that, there's Casey Anthony, people? yeah, like Casey Anthony is like bec- retroactively become like the celebrity on TikTok. Like, did it's you like see Kevin Bacon? But not. It's like how many degrees from Casey Anthony? She's famous for getting away with killing her child, and she like did this. There was one where she, I don't know, that she was at a bar and something happened, and the cops had to come, and it's like I guess like the chess cam video of Casey Anthony because she's. She's sleeping with a sergeant. I just am amazed at how fascinated people are in Casey Anthony content. I keep wanting to say Casey Musgraves. <laughs> I thought you started to say with Casey Kasem. <laughs> I'm really the oh, Casey God. Kasem TikTok content. <laughs> All right, should we move on? Yes. Oh, God, that's so fun. Our show could just be TikTok we, deep dives. We need like a whole episode of just TikTok content, which oh, is God, so... I could go on. Considering our TikTok is so bad. <laughs> and also considering that our audience probably does not even have a TikTok. I like, I, they must, they must, they must get no. like the drinking mom content, which is what we also get. Every mom I send these to, they're like, I don't have a TikTok. We don't need one to watch things. I'm just saying, they're like, I'm not interested. I don't know what a TikTok oh, is. Anyway. All right. All right. Segment two. So this is a article that Cafe Mom posted. And again, link will be in the show notes. Um, this mom in San Elizario, Texas, pretended to be San her Elizario. San Elizario, Texas, <laughs> pretended to be her 13-year-old daughter all day, and nobody noticed until last period. And she did it to test the security. Uh, well, she says she did it to test the security. So of backwards. School. She was surprised that instead of praising her for showing the flaws in security, she was instead charged with criminal trespassing and tampering with government records. Now, the tampering with government records, is that like her kid's school ID? Like, how I don't understand the tampering of records. I'm going to tell you, I don't understand any of this shit. I don't understand why. Like, I hear the words she's saying. I don't believe them. Side note, how horrified 
is this daughter of her mother. <laughs> Horribly. And if and if this is also just one thing, she imagine all the other crazy ass right. shit this woman has done in this kid's lifetime. This sounds like a narcissistic overbearing mother. Borderline personality yeah, disorder. Like Although we, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. No, we are not doctors. We are just basing this on other people in our family. Um, <laughs> that I just, we know about. Right, that we know. And love. And know that they should be diagnosed this way. Uh, yes. But I just like, there is no rational explanation for this in any way. Well, I tried to put myself in her shoes. How'd that go for you? Well, let me just tell you, this was very, very premeditated. She posted all the content. She went as far as dyeing her hair and tanning her skin to look like her daughter. True story, I did read that she was 5'1 and what her weight was. And I was like, girl, go. You look <laughs> fabulous. Because <laughs> they were like trying to compare it to a 13-year-old girl. And I was like, girl, better work. Good job with that BMI and that height. And then, um, but, and she documented all of this ahead of time. I was trying to think, like, if if I was a mother and, like, the day before my daughter mentioned that there was some, like, weird thing that happened to her. This is the only way I could justify it. I can't even justify it like this. There's some weird thing that happened to her because the security in the school wasn't being whatever. And I went to the principal and I was like, hey, you know, my daughter's concerned in the school. And he's like, our security is fine. We have no problems. That is maybe, and it wouldn't really be premeditated. It would be like the day before because my like wishes were whatever. That is maybe, and this is a huge stretch, the only way that I could justify doing that. Yeah, but would you stay in class all day long? Like you would like see if you could get into homeroom and then be like, well, I got in. That just goes to show you. Right, like you don't have, she doesn't have something better to do than like, Sit in class. I didn't want to be in class back then. You think I want to sit in like hours of shit? I just, I, it is so bizarre. The other devil's advocate thing that I'm going to say is that it was during COVID time. She was wearing a mask and these teachers might not have seen this girl in real life that much that year. Fine. Might have seen her mostly in Zoom school. And masks do kind of like adjust your face so that you can't really see it or whatever because this was during masks. But still... She said that the, the, the woman said the teachers, because she was like, we're documenting everything. So her phone was out the whole entire time like a dick. And she said that the teachers were more concerned with her having her phone out than who she was. You are your child's parent. <laughs> you dyed your hair and tanned your skin and are like almost the identical build. What did you expect? And honestly, I can't even move on. What to was the- her hair color before? That's what I want to know. How big of a change was this? How big of a makeover was It was, was big this? enough that she bought a box of hair dye, okay? Which is more than I have ever done. I am, this, I can't even move on to the fact that the school failed or whatever because I am just blown away by this woman. What is wrong? She has severe psychological issues. So I was just going to say, Ashley, how do you feel about this? But I think. (laughs) I think it's clear. I think it's triggering because my grandmother would do like weird, she never did this, but she would like spy on me when I was Mm -hmm. a little kid. My mom would be at work my dad would be at work my grandmother would take me to school and and pick me up and take me home and I would only find out when I did something bad which let me tell you was always like bad light medium bad uh Mm. like go to the general store to buy a quarter juice as opposed to not go to the general store and it would come out that she was like sitting in the park spying on me 
So I think I'm just really triggered by something like this because it is such a control issue. It just shows that this mother is really controlling. And to be clear, I'm blaming my grandmother, not anybody else. Uh, it, It is so controlling. It is so indicative of some kind of like personality disorder where it's like, you don't have a life. Go do something. And I hate to say this, but like kids do bad shit. If they're not like doing drugs or getting hurt, you got to give them a little bit of space. And instead, you completely invaded the only thing that this girl has to to herself, which is her school day. It just is. It's sick to me. It's like it goes beyond even just like funny, laughy stuff, which it is. And it's sick. It's like weird. So anyway, sorry, I'm really triggered. So, guys, we want to know how triggered or untriggered you are by this. Was it wrong? Whose side are you on? I mean, listen, last week's episode, we talked about the failures in the public school system. So we know that there are issues. But tell us how you feel. You can reach out to us at hello at momtouragepodcast.com on any of our socials or in our new phone number, which is 201-677-2428. And you can have your voice on the podcast from the message, or you could be like, please don't ever play my voice out loud. And that's, we understand. Just don't call us and be like, you guys suck. We won't play that. Or maybe we will and laugh at you. Honestly, we probably would. Yeah. All right. Hashtag swag bag. Hashtag swag bag. I have been reading The Greatest Book. Can I read it after you? Matt's reading it next, and then you can read it. Um, And it's also taking me a lot of time because of all this work we've had right now as of late. But yes, um, it is called The Housewives, The Real Story Behind The Real Housewives. Uh, I got it on Amazon. It is by Brian Moylan, who wrote Housewives recaps for Gawker, which R.I.P., and uh, Vulture. And it's perfect for somebody like me that loves Bravo, loves reality, loves gossip, but also is like a production nerd, like wants to know how things are made and what the process is and what it's like. It is so fascinating for that reason. So it's like very factual and snarky at the same time. Like page one, you're already getting hot gossip about Teddy Mellencamp. It is such a fun read. I can't wait to go to Pleasantville in a couple of weeks and just read this book, like knock it out of the park because it is such a fun read. I'm bringing that and I'm bringing Most Talkative by Andy Cohen, which has also been a hard thing for me to sit down and read it. I'm like a chapter in and it's a Susan Lucci chapter. P.S. Yes. Um, I'll let Lee know. (laughs) But as usual, uh, it is linked down below. Okay, so novel concept. I'm going to do a swag bag, and I'm also going to do the opposite of a swag bag, which is a don't waste your money. Oh, I love that. That's fantastic. That's what swag bag is all about. So first I'll do your don't waste your money. You know, you know how we love to talk about J-Lo. And I do have to say that J-Lo is part of the reason why I decided to buy this product. And it's not worth it. Creme de la Mare. Nope, not worth it. I swear to God. So I had a gift card. Well, Lee had a gift card of a store that was closing like forever for business. So we really just had to go in there and the store had like nothing in it that I could spend this large gift card that we had for years. Right. And so I was like, eh, I'll just get creme de la mare because I've always wanted to try it. There was literally- Was not- it on sale at least? No, Ugh. but there was not like another single thing in this store that I could spend this money on and it was going out of business. I was like, you just have to do it. So I was like, okay, let me try. So- Horribly overpriced. It's an extremely small bottle for like $200. It is Nivea. I swear to you. And I think one time when we had your facialist lady on. Yeah. She said that the ingredients are almost exactly similar to Nivea, except that it has this like marine seaweed something 
that right. they don't reveal or whatever. Right. And sh- her dupe said, just sl- if you really are interested, slather Nivea and then put that sea mask that she recommended, the like seaweed mask. Yeah. Now, I swear to you, I forgot that she said that. I forgot. You're reminding me in all honesty. And then I put it on and I was like, this smells just like Nivea. It smells exactly like Nivea. And I have like an old Nivea tin yes. that I used to, when I traveled, yep. you know, I put it on one side of my face and I put the creme de la mer on the other side of the face. The consistency of the creme de la mer was like a little bit more whipped and like higher quality. Yeah. But I swear to God, exact same cream. And I don't notice any miraculous results. It's a thick cream, so it does help if you're parched. But so does slathering on Nivea. Yes. I'm not a huge fan of Nivea. I don't even recommend slathering Nivea on your face, but I'm also not recommending slathering creme de la mer on your face in any way, shape, or form. And I haven't tried their like elixir or maybe some of their other products, but that regular cream that they recommend, Yeah. nah, not interested. The one that comes with the little roller ball or the scooper, I mean. No, it has a scooper, yeah. Yeah. So years ago, my mom had a friend who was like a very, very well-off friend. Like this is this woman like gave me like so much old Manolos she no longer has had use for kind of Dior bags. Fantastic. Rich. Love that. Love right. that. And she told my mom, they were talking about skincare, and my mom used to buy creme de la mer, and the woman was like, this is a waste of money. What you need to buy is Derma E. And this was way before Derma E was at Target or Whole Foods. It was like still a pretty small brand. And my mom uses a lot of Derma E products because of that. And she does see a lot of good results from them. I mean, my mom's 55 years old and hasn't had Botox or anything. And I think looks really, really good and young. So just another tip is consider Derma E, which is very economical and effective. So don't waste your money. Don't waste your money. However, my actual swag bag, because I feel like I don't want to just be negative Nancy and be like, these products suck. Okay. So I'm a yoga teacher, as you all know, and I am really particular about my yoga mats, as one would. You know, it's like the foundation of your practice. Forever, I'd been using a jade mat, yoga mat, and I still love them. However, That's a brand, jade? Jade, mm-hmm. And I, I, one of the reasons why I like it is because it's biodegradable, because yoga mats are usually are not, and the landfills, it's a mess. So what I really originally liked about jade mats is that they're biodegradable. And I still like a good jade mat. However... You can't keep them in your car because the heat and the sun makes them biodegrade. And then they become slippery, like old. You know, when you get a pair of vintage shoes and the rubber is like a little bit weird, kinds like that. But in my office, I keep my mat out all the time because I'm Zoom teaching and I have my camera set up, right? And so the sun through all my windows was just degrading my jade mat at such a high speed that I was like, I have to find a new regular mat that I can keep out that is also eco-friendly but doesn't necessarily use the light like as it's biodegradable. Yeah. So I looked into this company called B-Mat, like just the letter B, Matt, M-A-T. And they're a small Canadian brand getting a little bit bigger. They have one of the best mats. It's like the most sticky mat. Like it's so sticky that be careful around your carpet or if you have an animal, hair will get on it. It's like crazy sticky and very well made. And it's like my new favorite. I mean, I do like my jade. I still have a couple jades that because I always had like four or five in rotation. How do you clean a sticky mat? You can clean, okay, guys, pro tip. You can clean any yoga mat daily. You can spray it down with yoga mat spray or white vinegar, water, a small amount of white vinegar, water, and then you can put a tiny bit of essential oil so you don't smell that, like lavender, eucalyptus, or whatever, but just like white vinegar, very, very diluted with water. But every once in a while, you should machine wash your yoga mat on cold, low uh, circulation, no low. Spin? 
Spin. Agitation. Low agitation. <laughs> Spin, goddammit. <laughs> Here's the key. It cannot be liquid detergent. It has to be powder detergent. Oh, uh, why? Liquid detergent will make your mat slipperier. Oh. Whatever the quality that makes it liquid. Got will make it. your mat slippy for like ever. Got it. And so you use a tiny bit of powdered detergent, and then you tumble dry low for a short period of time and then lay it out to dry for the rest of the way. Huh. So I do that like every couple months. You don't do it that often because it will wear out your mat quite a bit the more that you do that, but you should probably do that. They also make these like wands, like, you know, the wands that they sell to like do your phone. Yeah. You can also use that, whatever. But I really like this bee mat and I'm like very picky about my yoga mats and Hmm. I've tried a million and I have a million different kinds of yoga mats because I have clients that need to use yoga mats, but I really am digging and it's a tiny independent company out of Canada and I'm really digging their mat. I still like my wild wave. Yeah, I like that too, but you have to wet it down. Yeah. Well, I also don't use it for yoga. I use it just like for working out stuff. So that makes a big difference. Yeah. For yoga, it's really a hot yoga practice mat. Yeah. And if you're using it for a regular practice where the sweat isn't going to happen like that, you have to wet it down. So I also still use that, but for my regular yoga practice, it's not practical because it's not hot yoga. Yeah. Awesome. Yay. Uh, All right. Well, another great episode with Cafe Mom in the books. We love you guys so much. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at hello at momtouragepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at Momtourage Podcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is a Cafe Mom podcast written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at Mama Drama Band or mamadramaband.com. 